Time for a pregame chat with the coach. I hate losing more than I like winning, if that makes any sense. I, I can't stand to lose. So uh, I think we're trying to get a little bit of that mindset into our kids because you play differently when you look at it that way. Welcome to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show, presented by Affordable Tires and Repair, Heron Monument and Memorial, Johnson Ag Service, and by Trailers Tax Service. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. I'm Taylor Jones, and we're getting ready to talk Woodland Bobcats football with the head coach of the Bobcats, Coach Blair Armstrong. Coach, uh, coming on after a bye week, feel like it's been forever since we've seen the Cats on the field, and it's good to be back here in this chair talking with you today. How are you? We're, we're doing good and excited to be ready to play. Yeah, we are, too. Uh, going back a couple of weeks to the Randolph County game, it was an added game due to the uh, COVID-19 circumstances. And getting a team like that, uh, a surprise, you know, for the most part, of you know, having to add Randolph County just a couple of weeks before you play them and playing a team of uh, the caliber of Randolph County, too, it was kind of considered a measuring stick game to kind of see where you guys were. So uh, how much of a measuring stick was this game, and where do you see your team after playing a team like Randolph County? Well, we were very, very uh, pleased with the first half. <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah. as good a half as you could play against a team like that. They're very big. They're very physical. And I was very proud of our kids. We we said we kind of use that as a measure stick, guys. If we can play a whole game like that, we can play with anybody. Um, second half, we had some turnovers and some couple mistakes. We had about uh, we had to delay a game one time because we had three kids that were out on the one play, and we were trying to figure out how to fill in because we have guys that have multiple jobs. Yeah. Um, each of our linemen learns three positions just because you never know. We we play, put, move this one here over to there to take that one to put over there. So. But uh, that's that's part of being one A football, so that's just what you have to deal with. But we got great kids, and they respond to that well. And and uh, you know, basically, that was our second game of the year, so it wasn't it wasn't too bad. We had that's I don't like delay games anyway because they're you know they're preventable. But in that circumstance, we were a little off guard there with three of them. And sometimes uh, they go to the sideline and be talked to with the trainer, and we don't even know there's an issue unless somebody tells us. We only have three guys on the sidelines because we only have, we have two guys upstairs, so we're a little uh, low on the number of coaches, but we'll hopefully build that up next year. Yeah, hopefully so. I know, uh, you know, the big thing that I really took away from it is the defense had a really good game. Really, you take away two or three plays, and they hung pretty well with uh, Randolph County. We gave them field position a couple times, and uh, like I said, a couple turnovers that hurt us. But as far as uh, defensively, I, I was real pleased. Uh, offensively, we moved the ball well in the first half. Uh, at times in the second half, we did. We just didn't sustain some drives that we could have. You know, fumble one into the end zone that would have been a score. I mean, we had had some opportunities to make it look a little closer than what it was. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. When we return, we're going to talk about three key players that had big games in the Randolph County game two weeks ago. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. As a resident of Randolph County, I want the best price and the best service all close to home. When I need new tires, an oil change, or even a new water pump, I take my vehicle to Affordable Tires and Repair in Woodland. Affordable Tires and Repair has the best prices on tires for all vehicles, even tractors. Is that check engine light on in your vehicle? We'll take it to Affordable for a quick guide diagnosis and repair. Visit Affordable Tires and Repair today and see why they will continue to get my business for years to come. Affordable Tires and Repair, 23667 Highway 48 in Woodland. 
A full-service cemetery and memorial works company, that's Heron Monument and Memorial. They handle memorials, markers, and more with a wide selection of sizes, colors, and shapes. They also create signage and plaques for your home or business, as well as monument cleaning, sandblasting, and restoration. To see how Heron Monument and Memorial can help you, visit them at 124 Woodland Drive or call 256 610 3557 Heron Monument and Memorial from our family to yours. Sponsors for the Coach Blair Armstrong Show include Affordable Tires and Repair and Heron Monument and Memorial, two great local woodland businesses that are worthy of your support because they support the Bobcats. Be sure to go out there and visit one of those sponsors next week. So now we'll move on to a few uh, key players that really stood out to me in TA in the Randolph County game. And we'll first start with Luca Brown. Luca Brown, a guy that got some carries last year but he's really coming along in the running back game, also getting a lot of playing time uh, defensively as well. Last game, nine tackles, including one tackle for loss. He had a 21-yard catch and had 51 total yards uh, overall, and he's really becoming impactful on both sides of the ball. He uh, He's really made a, a mark for himself on defense, but, of course, we've he's always part of the rotation with our offensive backs. And uh, because he does start full-time defensively, we don't start him on offense as much. Try not to start as many guys as we can both ways. That's difficult in 1A football. But he's worked his way uh, and made a – you know, definitely showed what he can do on offense as well. And uh, he goes hard. He's got great hands. And uh, he doesn't mind hitting you. So he, he's going to get a lot of playing time. Another player, part of that really loaded junior class that wasn't a part of the roster last year, Logan Barrett. He had a fumble recovery in the Randolph County game, too. And uh, like we mentioned, he wasn't on the roster last year. So what was it about him that really stood out to you in the offseason that said, you know, hey, we need to get this guy on the field as much as we can? He worked especially hard in the weight room. He stayed after school extra days. Uh, He and I and three or four of the guys that that, uh, didn't have a weight class stayed afterwards. Uh, I think he actually had a weight class and still stayed afterwards, him and, him and Jake Conger. And that showed me that he he really wanted to play hard, really wanted to play real bad. So uh, in the summer, uh, he came and worked hard, had a little time there. He, we had to do some work, had a job for a little bit. So we missed him for a couple of weeks, and then he came back. And, and uh, he's just dependable, hardworking. He improves every week. He gets better. And uh, we're excited to have him on the team. Uh, last guy is uh, one of the seniors on the team, Caleb Kelly, getting a big interception there, really using his height to his advantage. He's done that a lot over the last two years. He, uh, Jason calls him the ball hawk because he, yeah. uh, he's going to find a way to get that ball if it's up there in there very long. He's uh, rangy. He runs well. He's long-limbed, and he can jump. He's a good basketball player, so that kind of tells you his ability level, and he uh, uh, definitely makes an impact out there. We're going to be talking more about the Raglan game coming up in just a few moments. This is the Coach Blair Armstrong Show from iSchool Sports. Around here, farming isn't a hobby. It's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. 
Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for 38 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Final segment of the Coach Blair Armstrong Show. Coming up, we'd like to thank our sponsors of the Coach Blair Armstrong Show, including Johnson Ag Service and Trailers Tax Service. Be sure to go visit them and call on them for your tax and agricultural needs next week. Uh, Last week was a bye week. I know uh, scouting is usually what coaches do during a bye week if they are uh, blessed enough to have one, but scouting's a bit bit of a challenge, wouldn't you say, uh, here in uh, COVID-19 with limited ticket sales and uh, wanting to, you know, keep your family at home safe as well. So were you able to get out and scout any last week, or what was a bye week like for you and the coaching staff? We did get get out and do some scouting. We had to call around to see who was allowing, <laughs> who was selling tickets at the gate and all that sort of thing because it's just uh, difficult to get in when they have a limited number, so yeah. you don't want to drive all the way somewhere and then they don't let you in. So we, we worked out where we could watch a game or two, and, and uh, it's always beneficial to uh, see somebody on the hoof. You know, we get film, everybody trades, but – it's just a good idea sometimes to see those other things you don't get to see between the plays. Uh, going back, you have uh, two weeks to prepare for the opener and region play coming up on Friday night. Uh, the bye week practice last week, what were some things that you really wanted to work on and how effective do you think that was of having an extra week of practice to work on the things that you wanted to? Well, the number one thing we want to do after the uh, the first part of a bye week is to fix and correct all the things that happened the week before. So it's while it's fresh on their mind that we've just played the game, let's watch the film a little bit longer than we normally do because we have more time and go through that film with the things that we need to fix to get better as a team. Um, we fix those things. We're a better team automatically. So And they're fixable. It's not like we're saying, well, we're not strong enough or fast enough or big enough. We're, we're adequate. We can definitely do the job. We just got to fix the things that we're capable of fixing, which is a lot of things that we did. Uh, the following week, it's the first time I've ever had an open week on Labor Day weekend, ever. I've never had that in my whole career that early in the season. <clears throat> so we tried to decide what to do with that. And, and since it was a long weekend and COVID's goofed up everybody's schedules, we, we went ahead and let them have Friday and Monday off, which was good health-wise because it helped us heal up some people. And and uh, we had a great, great two days of practice uh, this week, Tuesday and Wednesday. And, of course, great day today, too, as well with our walkthrough stuff. So, uh, all of the plans worked out. You know, sometimes you never know if they will, but they worked out great, and, and we're real happy with where we are right now. Now I'm going to talk about this week's opponent, the Raglan Purple Devils, in the 1A Region 5 opener. Last week they fell in their region opener to Winterboro in a very tight game, 15-13. to 13. Uh, Looking at that film, what did you take away from what Raglan did last week? Well, Raglan's a very good team. They're, they're young, but they're very explosive. They have a, a really big running back back there. Uh, that also can do wildcat stuff. The quarterback's very shifty, very quick, uh, throws at the last second. You don't even know he's going to throw it. And all of a sudden, he just pulls it up. It looks like a shot put. He just throws it, and he's pretty effective with it. And so it, it poses some problems because he, he's, hard to, he's hard to get down with the ball because he's getting rid of it. Either it's an incomplete pass or he's not going to be caught behind the lines with it very often. So defensively, um, they're, they got a couple of big guys up front. Um, I think – when it comes down to the trenches, I think we have a little bit of an advantage um, overall, just with experience. They have a couple young kids up there, but um, it's going to be a it's going to be a great game because of the we're, we're very well matched talent wise. 
you talked about uh, in the trenches and how you guys stack up uh, two weeks or really three weeks ago playing Fayetteville, a really good quarterback you guys played. You talk about how great of a quarterback Raglan's quarterback is. Uh, last week we saw a lot of size in the backfield with Randolph County. Raglan's got that a little bit too. So how do you feel like your team on both sides of the ball really stacks up with what Raglan's done based on the two games that Woodland's played so far? Well, I don't think anybody we face the rest of the season is going to have a front like Randolph County did offensively or defensively. Some of those guys were maybe didn't start a lot last year, but they've all been playing forever. <laughs> they, they, they're very experienced. And uh, they're strong. They've been in the weight room for a long time. So we we faced as good a line as we'll face all year and may, until possibly the playoffs. I don't know much about what that'll be like, but uh, we're working to get there, and then we'll we'll worry about that when we get there. But we're, we're I think just looking at film and watching ourselves, if we play the way we played against Randolph County in the first half, then we will have a great game. Final question. I know the uh, protocols at uh, Raglan are a little different than what we've been used to through the first couple of games. 50% capacity at their stadium, and we're not going to hear the marching band play the victory march after a Bobcat touchdown for the first time, and I think ever. So that's going to be really weird. So the fans that were lucky enough to grab a ticket before uh, they had the cutoff uh, earlier today, you know, just what's your message to them and the message to fans that uh, can't be able to make the trip to Raglan this week? Well, it's, 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 I hate it that it works out that way, that, that we had tickets, you know, a limited number that we had to have available. So the, between the players and the cheerleaders, those tickets kind of get picked up. So there's not a whole lot for the general public out there, which it seems unfair. Uh, I don't think it's broadcasting. I don't believe other than radio. I don't think it's going to be video, but at least they can get online on, on and listen to the broadcast. Keep up with this. My daughter lives in Miami, and she listens to it every week. So there's, there's folks around there going to do that. And hopefully – uh, as we have home games coming up pretty soon, we won't have we have some restrictions, but not nearly as bad as their restrictions are. We can have a lot more people than that in our games. Yeah, we're looking forward to getting back home and having uh, the entire community right. at Warren Sewell Field watching the Bobcats play. Woodland at Raglan coming up. It is the 1A Region 5 opener for Woodland. It's the first time that Woodland has competed in Class 1A since 2001, and coincidentally, Raglan was a region opponent the last time that they played each other back in 2001. The series is tied at three games apiece. It's going to be a lot of fun in Raglan tomorrow night. We're looking forward to uh, calling the action. If you can't make it out to Raglan, if you weren't lucky enough to get a ticket, we'll have coverage beginning at 6.20 with kickoff coming at 7 o'clock between the Bobcats and the Purple Devils from Raglan. Coach, as always, it's a pleasure talking with you. It's good talking with you, especially after a bye week, and I'm looking forward to getting out there and watching you guys play on Friday night. Thank you very much. Thanks, Coach. The Coach Blair Armstrong Show is presented by Affordable Tires and Repair, Heron Monument and Memorial, Johnson Ag Service, and by Trailers Tax Service. Coming up next is Dr. Don's Game Night Forecast here on iSchool Sports.